Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about Amazon, how you can set up your marketing, sell products and get results. It's very important today because this channel works well. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Prabhat Shah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. And sorry. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I think, you know, uh, it depends on positive mindset. If you set up the right mindset, then everything will be fine. Whatever happens, wherever you are. And I think uh, it's the same with uh, Amazon advertising. You need to set up <laughs> the right marketing campaign. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about Amazon marketing. Yeah, so Amazon marketing or Amazon advertising, it's a, it's a great step um, for Amazon sellers because you can um, position your products strategically on the top of the search or anywhere else, so to say. Just to give you an example, so if you are trademarked or brand registered, you can position your products on the top of the search as a brand search result, which is right at the top with a banner on the left and three products. So that's uh, strategically very important. Like that, uh, we can set up a product to target competing products. So if there are any competing products, which normally are, you can target that particular ASIN or that category. So we can display our product underneath saying sponsor related products when somebody goes into competing products. So for these all reasons, um, yeah, Amazon ads are much, much more important than what it was in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm interested about how Amazon algorithms work because, you know, when I use Amazon uh, trying to buy something, I usually uh, see uh, sponsor uh, advertising in the beginning, then uh, I can scroll down and find uh, uh results uh, naturally so can you tell how to uh, get this naturally results uh, without paying for any ads uh, what kind of actions i need to do to get this organic positions yeah fantastic questions yeah for anybody who can sell more without advertising it's 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 brilliant because you can save money in your ad spend right so um, there are a couple of criteria that uh, we need to look at to rank better. In fact, nobody, I, I think nobody knows what actual algorithm, how algorithm itself works. But based mm -hmm. on the experience we have working with lots of sellers in the UK and around the world, we found out a couple of things that that's not a secret that everybody knows uh, that can help. It's starting with the content itself, like, you know, content is the king, as you know. So. Uh, and with that in mind, we need to put a right keyword in the title. And there are other areas of the product base that we can insert keywords as well. Like, for example, bullet points, uh, we've got descriptions and backend search terms. And a lot of people do uh, sort of ignore the technical details, which is generally in the more details tab. And it's a little bit um, time consuming to work our way through, but it's important to fill those details in. So in conclusion, title is the most important part. We need to put a correct keywords or relevant keywords there. And then I'll work our way through other areas of the product base, because of course uh, we can't include everything on the, on the title itself. So 
And there are various tools out there, if I may say, to that will help you find out um, the right keyword. Um, in, the, in the US, there is a, a, a tool from ACMRAS called Cellzone. Um, you may have heard or a lot of people uh, who are listening to the podcast might have used ACMRAS already. So there is an inbuilt tool called Cellzone within the ACMRAS that will allow you to find the uh, keywords that's relevant to your product. And there is two ways of doing that. One, we can put a seed keyword in. So for example, if you are selling a product relating to headset, for example. So if you put headset in there, it will give you the related keywords with the headset and also with, it will give you the monthly search volume. And you can obviously prioritize the, uh, the right keyword for your particular listing. Like that, there is also reverse async check. So meaning we can put in a certain ASIN number within uh, within the tool itself and it will throw you the uh, keywords that's relevant to that product so there are plenty of tools out there you know uh, that you can use for doing the keyword research i'm sure uh, they all use amazon data to give you the right result so um other than the content then we can work our way through other criteria, like for example product reviews Having the product reviews help a lot to build the trust among the customer. And once there is a trust, there is conversion. When there is a conversion, there is a ranking. So yes, reviews may not have, I, you know, I don't want to say it's a direct impact, but in turn, there is an impact in conversion, which in turn gives a ranking on the product itself. And we are in a situation um, when, when, you, when we are launching a product, you don't have a review on the product, you can't sell well. And you can't sell well without the review. So we are in a difficult situation there. To help you mitigate this issue, there is a program called Amazon Vine. And again, none of the things which we are talking is secret. Okay, Everybody knows about this. It's about getting and reminding yourself about the process involved in this. And this Amazon Vine will, will cost you or charge you a certain sum of money here in the UK. It's 140 pounds, plus we give the products for free. And Amazon distributes these products amongst the related customer and customers write the review of that product. So we have done it time and time with all the products we launch. And every time we found out that once we kick in, once the reviews kick in, the sales has gone up. Um, one thing I like to outright say that the reviews we get, we cannot guarantee it's a five-star review. It can be not five star it can be three star two star we we don't know so there is a risk involved so um what i would suggest is if you are not 100 percent confident about the product if you have not tested the product elsewhere test that product elsewhere before you enroll into wine because you might end up uh, having a true review or experience of that particular person which may not be always positive however saying that generally we do get positive uh, a review on the on the, using the vine so that's another factor that that does help in the in the ranking the product so other factors are like for example conversion and this is surpasses everything else 
for instance. So I've seen so many listings on Amazon um, across the globe that the quality of the listing, the images, the bullet points, the description aren't very good. However, there is sales. So the sales are there because the brand is known outside of Amazon. And people know what it is and people buy it because they know. They don't have to check what it is. They just buy it. So in that situation, the product will rank better no matter what the content is. So, um, so brand knowledge and uh, you know, awareness of the brand that you can see away from Amazon is so, so important as well. And recently we've heard and we've seen that Amazon is favoring uh, the products that has got external uh, traffic to the product page itself. So, I, I, so it, it's good to run the campaigns, uh, whether Google ads or whether it's a social ads towards the Amazon page as well. That will help you to rank better on that page and hopefully conversion and that will end up in a ranking your product well. Lastly, I'd like to say about fulfillment. So fulfillment is so important that Amazon has leveraged this to the extent that you know people wouldn't buy a product if it is not prime. And it's it's such a such a great loyalty tool that you pay one of annual fee and you get access to this free delivery, next day delivery <clears throat> all the year round. And if any product or if there is a comparison between a next day delivery and non-next day delivery, obviously a lot of people would go for a prime delivery itself. So it's such, such an interesting uh, loyalty tool they've used. Um, so it's good to try out the prime. I know there is a cost involved. It's good to check that cost beforehand. There is a, a Amazon FBA cost chart that you can check. And based on that, you can price the product appropriately and do the prime. Uh, meaning send stock to Amazon warehouse with FBA. For a consumer, it's called Prime. For sellers, we know it as FBA. If you are not 100% sure, you know, mm -hmm. if it is costing a lot of money, use very limited amount of stock. Send it to Amazon and see what happens. You know, the, it's, it's such a low scale, low cost test that you will only benefit from it rather than losing it. So. So these are the certain criteria, I would say, that will help rank better organically on Amazon. Yeah, valuable, interesting. By the way, you know, customers distrust when products have only five-star reviews. So <laughs> sometimes you need to have negative reviews as well. By the way, uh, negative reviews, as Bill Gates mentioned, that negative reviews can help to develop and innovate your products. So when you get negative reviews you know the way what you need to fix <laughs> so yeah um, yeah absolutely so sorry to hold on that so with negative reviews i completely agree however we need to think that we don't get too many negatives because yeah if we are looking at three 3.5 star product you know it will basically kill the product uh, amazon wouldn't even promote it sometimes you can't even advertise it if it is not less than four 4.5 star product so it's important not to yeah. get too much too many negatives uh, yeah i agree marketing can't help bad products uh, sales can't help bad products uh, yeah of course quality uh, is the first thing what you need to do then uh, to jump with anything else i'm interested about uh these reviews because you know i usually read them 
before buying, I usually check out ratings, reviews, and then I decide to buy or not. Uh, but, you know, I found a few studies that most customers distrust Amazon reviews. I don't remember exactly the number, uh, probably 40% or 60%, something like this. Many people distrust Amazon reviews. Why? I think it's, uh, I, I, I don't have this feeling, but many people distrust. Can you tell what is the reason why people distrust Amazon reviews? I think um, that it's it's a natural, you know, natural, uh, we are naturally drawn to those star things. You know, if you talk about movies and if you talk about movies that you can see in the magazine when there are reviews, then people do read it, do, do trust it. And if you talk about new new movies coming out, you check, check out the reviews in the newspaper. So it's a natural uh, thing to do, I think, when you when you mm -hmm. think about reviews itself. So Amazon have just used that to the to the best it can do uh, on the product basis. So we have got text. We used to have just text review. So a seller or a buyer, sorry, could couldn't leave a review without inserting text into the review. But now uh, you can write a review without a text, meaning you can just leave a stars. And as it's it's it has made a little bit easier for buyers to write a review. Um, and because that's natural for people checking that, whether it's 100% mm -hmm. true or not, that there is a big question there because we know there are lots of fake reviews on Amazon. We know a lot of people game the system. We know that. And we also know Amazon have taken lots of reviews away. However, the, the principle of reviews stays on. It, it, I don't think that's going to change. The way it's done, it might change, but the way people react to it, it it's not going to change. So because it's natural to check, and sometimes we don't even read the review. We check how many reviews are there. So if there is 1,200 reviews, that's a natural for somebody to think, oh, this is a right product for me to buy. At the same time, I'll, I'll take you to eBay. Uh, on that on that respect on eBay the the natural thing a lot of people check is the feedback of the of the seller itself so how much feedback they have and then natural check there is how many products it has sold so if mm -hmm. a product has sold 200 units or 2000 units then you would think this has, this has sold certain units it's natural that somebody would trust that so I can only say it's natural behavior for somebody to check the review, even if they don't read the text, they, they trust it. Uh, and that does help a conversion in run. Um, if, if it is not to work, if you, if you take it other way around, if there is no reviews, if there is no trust in the reviews, then Amazon wouldn't invest in this Vine program. And it's so, so important that at, at the early time, um, or early days, Amazon used to charge 500 pounds for one ASIN, uh, ASIN's Vine reviews. Mm -hmm. That was the cost, and that's in the vendor account. But when now it comes into Seller Central account, obviously Vine review was free at some point, but now they are charging a very small sum of money. So I yeah. hope this answers uh, what you're asking. Yeah, okay, let's talk about content. Once I got the client, uh, I helped uh, him with website promotion, but uh, he asked me about issue uh, on uh, eBay. Uh, it's not Amazon, but I think we can 
uh, describe this example and uh, move to Amazon as well. And uh, he asked me why uh, his products, uh, why eBay ignores organic reach for his products, uh, but he has much better price than competitors, uh, but products are the same. Then I check out content of his competitors and uh, found that competitors can write awesome uh, description to his products, you know, to submit high quality pictures. Uh, so I told him, check out, you know, it's not only uh, to add products, uh, even if you have the same products, but uh, you need to uh, give a strong reason, you know, to uh, eBay, probably Amazon, uh, even on Google, you know, uh, when you um, uh, write description, you need to write awesome uh, text that will sell products, that will help customers to understand what kind of products you have. Can you tell about Amazon, how it's important to write uh, unique text uh, that will sell high quality text, not only for the sake of having it, because uh, I, he replied to me, uh, nothing specific, I just use text from uh, official websites, <laughs> but I don't think it's a good idea. Can you tell more about writing, uh, selling text on Amazon? Right. So there is uh, the thing I would say might be controversial in some ways, and I don't want to lower the the work that a lot of content writers do. But also, I don't want to overemphasize on the content itself because take an example of Dove Soap. What else I can write about Dove Soap that is different that is on the Dove Soap website? It's very less, right? But if there are any products, let for example, we talk about organic coffee. And that organic coffee may be from a single farm. So single farm means the coffee comes from not multiple smaller farms. The coffee beans is grown in one big farm and it comes from that big farm only and it's organically uh, produced. So there is something to write about it. And that's important because Somebody who drinks coffee, they understand what they what single origin coffee means. Somebody will understand what's organic means. So we, we need to then emphasize those details onto the product page. Now, what do you mean by emphasize? Emphasize means we need to make sure that is on the upper fold of the product page, maybe on the title, maybe on the first few bullet points. Then in addition to that, on, on the left-hand side, when you, when you look at the Amazon product page, you see the title, left-hand side, you see an image of the product. So on that image of the product, then we need to emphasize those details as well. Amazon have recently dis changed the way the image display. So rather than clicking on the multiple images, you can scroll as well on the des desktop. So you can scroll it towards the top, like we've got scrolling habit of doing Facebook or Instagram or all that sort of thing. So uh, we see that. So we don't want to write for the sake of writing it. You know, we don't want to put too much details and kill the content. However, if there is a very important part, that's just what we are discussing that right now, we want to make sure they are there. They are there on the top so that we don't hide it. And um, once we do that, then I think we will, our product will, our product base will be differentiated compared to any other product bases. Yeah, got it. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me share an example. For example, uh, my son asked me to buy a soccer ball. 
on Amazon. And uh, I told him, okay, let's choose uh, the right soccer ball. Uh, uh, we uh, used search and then uh, I found that he usually uh, checks out, uh, you know, uh, uh, pictures, photos. You know, mm -hmm. he doesn't read anything else. So mm -hmm. probably uh, he doesn't need uh, this uh, text, uh, anything else because he sees these uh, pictures. Uh, for me, it's important to read features because uh, I usually read features to understand, to use my logic, you know, to buy products. So customers are different. My wife, you know, she has different approach to analyze. She, she reads reviews, uh, uh, stars and uh, check out pictures as well. So uh, uh, all customers are different. How to learn customers? before uh, adding products because uh, uh, we have different preferences, different interests, different methods of searching for products. Uh, and it's important to add content that your customers want to see. Uh, let us know more about learning customers. Yeah, so I think it, it's, it's a good question. I think you are going towards finding out what's our target audience and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also a little bit difficult to quantify. For example, a football can be bought by mum. It can be bought by a child. Well, not child as such, but uh, you can say child can influence that decision because they can search for all the product and then send link to the to, to father. That my, that's what my son does. He cho chooses things on Amazon and sends me the link, and I'm supposed to buy it. But he searches for for that particular product. I think. What we need to think about is all the touch points on the listing. So I'm a little bit diverting your topic question there. Rather than um, putting a product that is for women or for the for the child or for the adult, we need to look at multiple touch points. How customers see the product and in what angle. Now you've we've already discussed about the text. We've already discussed about the details. What we've not touched base, a, a, like right, rightly, is the images. And like you've suggested, you know, your son looks at the images itself. Now, when we talk about the images, we call, you know, the image itself infographics, and which you might have heard the word infographics, and it's it's everywhere these days. And in in last couple of years, it has taken a lot of importance to it. Like we see captions, you know, when we talk about videos, we talk about captions now all the time, captions all the time. You have seen LinkedIn doing auto captions now on the video. Um, so like that on Amazon or on eBay or on a website, we talk about infographics. When somebody sees the product, uh, like you said, they might not want to read the text, they might not read the text, but they look at maybe review and it's, it's sort of unconsciously, they may see the stars and they go onto the left-hand side and flick the image. Are there different angles of the image? Now, are these images doing its purpose? Meaning, are they talking about the size and dimensions of the product? Are they talking about the features of the product? Are they talking about uniqueness, any, any other unique selling point of the product? That becomes important. Because if we are able to do that, and say, for example, we got somebody to attract, so we attracted somebody to uh, infographics of our product base. Now, if you look on the mobile device, you know, there are titles, there are bullet points, uh, sorry, there are images. You flick through the image, below the image, there is a buy now button. If we are able to convince a buyer by just looking at that, we had a sale. Because 
if we allow people or if the people customers goes towards the other parts of the product pages you can see ads pops from here there all the time um, that's very very common thing uh, to have you know and we don't want to we, we can't 100 avoid it for sure but if we are able to put a, a information on the image section with some text which talks about the product itself you know we've done a good job and when we look at that part then we've more or less you know completed the touch point now we've got one more thing left with this video and as you know you know without me saying the use of video is a lot lot more than what it was in the past um you know uh, I, I want to avoid talking about TikTok, but I can't avoid it completely because that nature now is in, in built in us. You know, although I, I personally don't prefer it, it's not about me anymore. It's about what customers want. And that video thing now, it's not only on everywhere uh, on the TikTok. You can see the video on Twitter now. In Twitter feed, you can see short videos coming up. You know, you can see a video coming in Facebook a lot more. You can see anywhere else. Now, that search video or uh, or the nature of the video itself is quite attractive to anybody else. And in Amazon product page is not far away now. Amazon already allows video on that. eBay is already allowing it. And Etsy already allows it. So all these platforms are already allowing that. Now, what does that video do? So when you've got multiple images and there's a video, you click on the video, you know, you give a very good information about the product, a quick inter introduction about how it's used, job done. We don't have to make that video, you know, very long, you know, short information, uh, quick information about the product, how it's used, maybe some USPs, and that's job done. So, so uh, I think the initial questions you were asking about different audience and how we know that audience, so I've sort of not answered that directly. Um, I've, I've gone in to talk about different touch points of the buyer. And as we cover these touch points of the buyer, whether it is middle-aged person, whether it's a man, woman, or a child, we're at least covering the, all the aspects of, mm -hmm. uh, of yeah. the customer. Valuable, valuable. Um, I have the question about common mistakes. Can you list mistakes that businesses still do uh, advertising on Amazon and how to find a much better way today? Yes. Yeah, so I think um, it's it's advertising itself is not a difficult task. Um, anybody can do it. Um, but we need to follow sort of make us some sort of system. And um, I would say it's better to create a, some sort of process um, rather than just jumping into it without any thought. It's not a mistake, but a lot of people do do that way. So what's the process mean? So for example, there are three main kinds of advertising campaigns, but popularly sponsor product ads, brand ads, and display ads. So brand and display ads are only available for trademarked accounts and with a brand registry whereas sponsored products ads are available for everyone. So it's always good to have some sort of plan in place. Um, and that's a very simple plan, meaning 
you put a list of products, you put a list of different campaigns, and then start way, way through. So for example, auto campaigns, panel campaigns, and product targeting, category targeting within the sponsor ad. So you, you create that process so that you make sure you try all these. Um, if we are able to do that, then we create our own process and we make sure that things have been done. So sometimes we may not advertise everything in the account. So it's good to create that process. And then once we have that process in place, certainly we get result better in some products and we may not get result in other products. But what's mistake to do is not advertise our products. We, we must at least advertise all the products and then, um, then accent and react based on the result we get. Um, at this stage, you know, if you are starting, you may want to start with automated ads that will allow you to target the relevant keywords, relevant products uh, automatically based on your content. If your content and if your category is not right, um, then it's not going to be targeted appropriately. So get the content right and your automated ads will also uh, target the right um, the right the right keywords and right products itself mm -hmm. yeah got it uh and uh, we have the question about using ai in advertising options i think amazon you uh, i don't know about that but uh, everyone uses ai today uh, big companies like amazon <laughs> invest a lot of money uh to ai uh tools to uh, i know on google it's sophisticated mechanism you know uh, and today it's not the right time to game the system it's better yeah. to play by rules <laughs> because of this ai technology yeah what do you think about ai on amazon yeah so uh i personally i've got to say i only heard about it i personally haven't used um, intelligent tools that will allow to uh, change the baits optimize the baits itself but what i know of is if if Amazon advertising has different tools, for example, external tools, there are lots of external tools in the market. So where the system will go in and check the bids and it will change the bids based on uh, competing products. So sometimes, you know, you put a threshold of bids up to go $5 and it can, uh, as long as uh, a, there is a threshold of $5 max, it will change the bid based on the uh, other competing products. So it's not a bad thing. It's always a good thing to have the artificial intelligence because it avoids us going and checking things again and again, checking things again and again. It's good. However, we need to think also of capping that um, spend and capping that bidding. So understand how that works. It may work at some point, but if before it works, we've got to spend a lot of money for the system to understand what it does. Now, interestingly, um, a lot of people may know already that Amazon itself have already introduced the budget rules saying that so you can increase the budget as long as your conversion rate is in a certain threshold um, or your CPC in a certain threshold. So that's interesting. So, in, you know, in, in, in maybe five years time, there may be uh, Amazon introducing those tools itself. So. Uh, and that works. I have tried those budgeting rules and it, it works really well because I don't have to keep checking the budget and it works. And mm -hmm. like that, they have also started to introduce bidding rules as well. So 
I don't see that in all the accounts, but I certainly see in some accounts that I work with, there's bidding rules. So I like this artificial intelligence. I like the idea behind it, but I think we need to be in control of it at all times, um, at least by capping the spend or checking it uh, periodically. Otherwise, it's going to waste uh, you know, a lot of money out there. Yeah, got it. Um, I have the final question. Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills about Amazon. What will you do today to learn more about Amazon advertising? Okay, so um, the first thing to do is to look up, um, there are obviously Amazon advertising learning portal. There's a, what they call learning console. You can learn through that. And that certainly gives you a really good knowledge. And the secondly, if you are new to advertising, but you've got the product listed correctly on your Amazon account, start with automated ads. And do not hesitate. You are not, honestly, you are not going to do anything wrong. You are not going to waste money because you can always put a cap. You can put a cap of $2 a day, $5 a day. You know, that's not a big deal to start with and learn from it because once you put a cap on it and let the products run or the advertising campaigns after a couple of days maybe you know two days three days maybe a week you will see a keywords that's relevant to your products and that's users are searching because amazon displays what they call search terms so you don't even now need to go and download the report within your dashboard where your uh, campaign is there. So you've got campaigns going to your ad groups and there is a tab on your left hand side you see as a search terms tabs. So I'm visualizing it. So when you actually go into and do it, you'll see the same thing. On your left hand side, you'll see search terms tab. And when you click on it, you'll see list of user keywords. And with that, there is something called filter. And I use filter a lot because it saves you a lot of time. And on that filter, you can easily filter out, you know, orders greater than zero or orders equals to zero and then find out what's wasting money and anything that is wasting money obviously we put them into negative if it is a lot of money we put them into negative if it is spending just two two cents or three cents or five cents you know or few pennies then maybe we need to rethink maybe let it go leave it there for a while uh, because if it is relevant you know let it spend a little bit more because we may get conversion at later stage but if it's spending a lot of money there then you can put them into negative so we don't spend additional dollars in there so and then we can take in the keywords that's working well and leave it there to run the automated ads or you take those keywords out um, and then run the manual campaigns and with the manual campaigns, you can target those keywords that's working well. Um, there are three kinds of targets. You've got a broad, broad match, you've got a phrase match, and you've got an exact match. And I'm not going to suggest that exact is better than the broad or the other way around, because we've seen time and time and again that we've seen broad match working better than exact and vice versa. So it varies a lot from product to product and type category to category so what i would suggest is try all three kinds of match types with the same bits what you can do to try it you can put in a campaign and within the campaign you can put three groups and you can put all the three groups same keywords target broad phrase and exact and let the system decide 
So we've got to trust the system to some extent, right? We've got to trust it. Obviously, we are in control because you are in control of the budget and bidding. But we've got to trust the system to work sometimes. And we don't need to do all that campaigns all the same day. You know, you can you can do, try out roadmaps for some time and then see what happens and then go phrase and exact. So um, I've actually forgot what you were asking, but I'm just going to uh, go on talking about all these. Yeah, steps. how to so, learn about Amazon? Just any tips? Uh, if you started from scratch, uh, have no knowledge how Amazon yeah. works, what the best way, you know, the best practices to learn more about Amazon advertising? Yeah, so yes, so uh, um, so I'll go back to the answer I've said in between. So Amazon got what they call learning console. It's not going to cost you anything. Like uh, mm -hmm. Google got a, already got certification, as you, as you know. Uh, Amazon also got that certification program. It's a learning console. It's free of cost. You get a lot of knowledge through that. Um, and other than that, you know, you're, if you're local to any any you know local to your where you live in join one of the meetups you know i think it's good we are back meeting people already you know uh, after some gaps so join any of the meetups in your area because um when you talk to people i know we are talking now um, and uh, online is good way to do things but nothing compares with face-to-face -face communication and going and meeting and seeing people eye to eye and uh, trying to understand yeah. what they do so um you know go and join any meetups in a local area and even if you don't have local meetups you know go far and go at least once in a year once in a year you know uh, because you learn so much through that so going back use the amazon learning console and then join meetups i think those two things will be great help if you don't know about amazon advertising nice nice love it love it uh, uh it's a big pleasure to get on the show to learn from you tell our audience the best way how to reach out to you how to learn more about you how to follow you excellent so thank you um anatoly for 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 that opportunity so uh as, uh, maybe i didn't introduce i'm not sure so yeah we introduced myself as probat so um, uh, my company is online seller uk i'm obviously based in the uk but i work with sellers around the globe um, and if you want to learn anything about advertising, um, there is also a book I wrote. If you look for a, my name on Amazon.com or any other Amazon.co.uk or Italy or anywhere else, if you look for my name, Prabhat Shah, you will see a book called A to Z Guide to Amazon Advertising. Um, and it's, it's, it's low key. It's not there to generate uh, profit. It's to help sellers. So it's it's in the UK, it's £4.50 or something around that line. And there's ebook cheaper than that. And you can learn from that as well. But saying that, if you've got any question after today, I'm more than happy to answer any, any questions. And if you want to book a 15, 20 minutes call to discuss about your Amazon strategy. And if you are you know, stuck, if you have done ads, but it's not performing well, let me know. Uh, you know, come back to us through Online Seller UK. There is a contact us form and get back in touch. And I'm more than happy to spend 15, 20 minutes just talking about your Amazon advertising. Nice, nice, guys. You can find the links uh, 
in the description below to social media profiles, to website, uh, to a book because I love reading books. I'm going to read it. Guys, I recommend 100% if you want to know more about Amazon advertising. If you want to sell products, then it's a must read. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure, you know. Welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights. I love it. I think value um, is your fuel because, you know, you share a lot of valuable insights. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.